say. If somebody calls you a bitch, thank them. I find it important that we embrace our inner bitch. Say. So the word I want to talk about today is bitch. It is a taboo word, of course, but also one that is used widely and repetitively, and almost always in a negative, derogatory way. It is an old word, actually, one that goes all the way back to the Middle Ages, and literally it means a female dog. But we all know that over time it acquired other meanings, and today it became a heavily loaded word. And there's a sexual connotation there as well, because it means sexually shameless or vulgar or brazen. It's also a verb, and it means to complain, to nag. For instance, people say, oh, she's always bitching about something. And that she, I think, is important because there's a gender component here that we need to unpack, both as a verb and as a noun. Bitch is usually associated with women and girls. It is regarded as one of the most offensive terms you can use against a woman, a human being. And let's bear in mind that there are hundreds of more words in our language that are used in a pejorative way against women and girls compared to pejorative words used against men and boys. So there's an imbalance in our language which is reflective of the inequalities and discrimination, layers of discrimination that are already existing in our societies. And recently, we have seen how the word has been used almost as a weapon. We have seen how it has been seized by populist demagogues and used against senior female politicians, such as uh, it happened in America. We have seen how crowds have been chanting, Trump, that bitch, um, and, and using that derogatory word against Hillary Clinton. I think we need to understand that the word wasn't always so offensive, that it has a history, that it has a long history, and in that regard, it underwent lots of different seasons and, and phases. I don't think it's a coincidence that it was around 1915, early 20th century, that the word became more and more negative. There are studies that show there's an increase in the negative usage of the term bitch between the year 1915 and 1930. So we need to look more closely at what was happening during that time. We're talking about the First World War, the end of First World War, and this is a time when gender roles are changing. So many women are entering the public space, they're entering the workforce, and traditional gender roles are being questioned and they're being abundant. So I don't think it's a coincidence that the term bitch has been used in a more negative way in that era because I see it as a backlash against women's empowerment. And there's another component that I very briefly want to talk about, and that's mental health. So a bitch can also mean uh, a woman, not maybe necessarily a woman who's lost her mind, but who's walking a very thin line between sanity and insanity. And that mental health component is also interesting. There's another detail that I want to talk about. Sometimes bitch is used against men as well, but then it shifts its meaning. It changes its meaning. So when used against the women, it means someone who's quite assertive and dominant and demanding, someone who's not satisfied, someone who's ambitious. 
But when used against men, it means weak and timid and meek, you know, someone who's lacking confidence. Why is it like that? So it means that we don't want to see these qualities. We don't want to see assertiveness in women. We don't want to see lack of assertiveness in men. Who decides about these gender roles? How do we draw these gender dualities? And why do we internalize them? Why do we perpetuate them? As a writer, I had the chance to visit so many schools in Turkey, across the Middle East and beyond. And one thing remained very vividly in my memories. If you speak to younger children, let's say six-year-old, seven, eight-year-old kids, it is amazing to see how much chutzpah, how much courage, imagination they have. If you ask in a room full of kids, is there anyone here who would like to become an artist someday? So many hands go up. Is there anyone who would like to become a poet or a novelist? Again, so many hands go up. And interestingly, at that age, girls are just as confident, if not even more confident than boys. But then I would go and I would speak to students who are now high school, you know, in their middle, middle school years, and everything has changed. Now almost nobody wants to become a poet anymore or a novelist or an artist. And equally striking is the fact that now girls have become timid because we teach them to lose their confidence. And most of that teaching comes through derogatory words such as bitch. Of course, over the years, artists and activists have talked about reappropriating pejorative words. Feminists have done so many campaigns in that regard. Uh, Gloria Steinem, for instance, said, if somebody calls you a bitch, thank them. You know, it's going to disarm them. Say thank you as if it's a positive thing. So I find it very important that we shift the meanings in that way. I find it important that we embrace our inner bitch. But in a nutshell, what I'm trying to say is, where we are right now, let us either not use the word at all, or let us use the word bitch in a positive way, in a constructive way, not only for women and girls, but also for men and for boys. And please let us remember, words can heal, words can hurt. Words matter.